Yo, what up? Alright, alright, we're back. Back with another fucking episode of shit that's going on in my life and a little bit of anime. And, uh, okay. So the last episode, you know, covered a little bit of racism, a little bit of thoughts, a little bit of things of that nature the co-host today we're not doing that we're uh, getting more back into the lighter side of things um and before we get into this get on to some coronavirus updates they've eased off the pedal here in california as far as um you know opening things back up restaurants things of that nature uh i think the bars are open now i think I think everything's open except for like concerts, sporting events, places where people mass gather. When I mean that, I mean like Disneyland. Uh, I think the casinos just opened up recently. As a matter of fact, I was kind of paying attention to the casinos because my ex worked at San Manuel and not that I really give a shit about how she's doing financially or anything, but you know, or not, but she's back to work and now her life can continue post me all the way without me without just sitting there like sulking in the room so I'm like now nah, I'm kind of glad that like okay she's back to work and she's going to continue living her life almost as if I never happened and probably that's what she thinks so you know it is what it is but I've been paying attention to that. Like, I wanted to know when Disneyland and stuff was going to open up, when they were going to allow sports to take place. You know, because Dodger season and Lakers season is both should be underway. They're postponed temporarily. Um, the movies is another one. That's movies and concerts is one of the ones that I'm like that seemingly. The movies I would go to all the time and, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I haven't been to the movies since, like, Valentine's Day. And, and, you know, the last movie I seen kind of sucked. So, I was kind of looking forward to getting to the movies again. And then I was kind of looking forward to, you know, concerts again. But both of them are postponed for indefinitely for a while still and it's just kind of a bummer but things are starting to open back up um most things are opened most businesses are in full swing again most things are back to normalish they're not they're i don't think they're ever going to get to normal i think some things are here to stay uh especially the plastic uh plexiglass that they put at the cash registers I think that 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 is something that I kind of felt that get like if you go to a gas station or a liquor store, they have those in place not necessarily to stop germs but to stop bank robbers or you know like theft. And I think most stores are going to adopt the same thing, not just because of the virus, but the theft as well you know 
just think that that's going to be the new normal. I don't think they're going to go back to the way it was. I think some stores, because there's a lot of MAGA... Um, there's a lot of right-wingers out there who don't believe in the virus. But... You know, you can't, you can't tell people, hey, these fucking people are going to breathe on you. You could catch a virus. Work here. They're going to, I think most people will opt to say no. So most of the stores are going to have those plexiglasses in place for some time. Uh, as well as I think the hand sanitizing industry is the biggest winner of all. Uh, that's not going away, maybe ever. That's one of those things that uh, will be around for a while. Masks will be around for a long while as well. Schools. <clears throat> Schools, I believe, are going to open up soon. But they're just going to have to figure out a way how to deal with the virus. Just like every other business. But I think they're more or less moving towards, you know, opening up as well. So those are things. some things are happening on the coronavirus front. Uh, it never went away, and I think it's actually increasing now with the amount of people that were Memorial Day, uh, Memorial Day partying and now demonstrating and protesting. It's a lot of people out there without masks, coughing and breathing on each other, passing that shit around. So, you know, not that they didn't, there was no right to not protest, but you still got to wear a mask. You still have to not touch people and stuff and I think adversely the police officers are going to be the ones getting infected as well now we're going to really find out if they were all that talk about they didn't really um, if they didn't really have fear of a virus because you know they're, they put their lives supposedly in danger all the time we're going to find out if that's true because they're about to get a lot of them sick in droves. Now, aside from that, uh, things are going back to normal. Summer is officially underway. It's not my busy season. I haven't had work this week. I've had several cancellations, but we're back to it. I'm waiting for the city halls to open up so I can really just hone in on getting some of these things, some jobs done and underway. Uh, but yeah, the, things are slowly creeping back to normal here in Cali. And I think it's a good thing. I think people are tired. People are just... They're just The change of life is like dramatic and sharp. And not everybody could handle it. Now, you know... Some people will go back to normal. Some people never going back to normal, as I said. But that's that's that on that front. Uh, anyways, jumping ship. I watched uh, Baki season three on Netflix. Fucking phenomenal, man. I mean, Baki season three went up a whole notch. If you haven't seen Baki season one or two, you kind of will get a little lost in Baki season three. But Baki season three to me is like its own story in and of itself, uh, and they they don't really like 
they didn't need to for me they didn't need to uh, get into so much backstory on some things and so the timeline wasn't like jumbled up this was pretty it's pretty cut and straight and forward like the the season is just straight uh, if you remember in the end of Baki season 2 he makes it to China where they're going to do I think it's the Rutari tournament that goes on once every 100 years and to find out who's the strongest or who's the most able fighter who's the who's the best fighter in the whole world and that you know Baki shows up half dead and Ali Jr. shows up uh, Baki's dad shows up you know and, uh, I can't remember everybody's name uh, a lot of people just show up like to scrap and yeah it's amazing man I mean like, I had I wish I would have done this episode like three or four days ago when it was fresh in my mind, but I didn't have the time. But <laughs> Baki's dad is known as the strongest creature in the world. And he, to me, he becomes one of the coolest, uh, one of the coolest fucking villains slash like nemesis slash (laughs) uh, whatever you want to call it he's not actually the villain he's just because he's not he well I mean they make it seem like him and Baki got some eternal beef but at the same time Baki's got eternal beef with some of these other fighters and then they have eternal beef with his dad so it's kind of like a like a four-way five-way tango like Baki is probably to me Baki is not second in the world who's the strongest I think he's probably He's definitely in the top five, but on in the series, uh, I want to say he's he's definitely in the top five. But I don't think he's the top one. He he's not the top one, obviously. That's his dad. I think his name is uh, what's his dad's name? Yujiro? No, I, I forget his dad's name, but it's not Yami. Yami's fucking black lover. We're gonna get into that later, but it might be Yujiro. Yujiro Hama um, But I just know they call him The, the strongest creature in the world uh, He's he's at the top I don't He's beyond the top Because he, he beat In the season he beats The last winner Which the guy is like A hundred and some odd years old he beats the last winner of the, of the tournament and 
he mastered, not only did he beat him, but I think he mastered that guy's style of fighting just by looking, just by watching it in person. Uh, he masters his style of fighting and he's able to just, they fight to a stalemate, but he's ultimately like the strongest person in the world and he can, he can wear the title of the tournament champion. And yeah, he pretty much mops up everybody he comes into contact with, including Baki when he was younger. Baki's growing, but I think I don't think Baki still. As a matter of fact, they they met up in the hallway, and Baki's dad uh, got him around his throat and fucking slammed him on the wall, and like Baki was not able to do anything. So I know there's still he still leaps and bounds away from that. And I think Ali Jr., even though Baki and Ali Jr. squared up against, they ended up fighting, and he ends up almost killing Ali Jr. I think Ali Jr. was just a little underprepared, but I think their skill set is similar. Um, Ali, Ali Jr. just didn't have the enough, enough training against the martial artists. Uh, under his belt, yeah, he was even though he was beating up people, like he hadn't he hadn't gone through all that Baki had gone through. So now that he's gonna go through it, uh, when he comes out the other end, I I believe he's gonna be able to square up with Baki. So you gotta. That's why Baki is not. It can't be the number one, and I don't think he'd be top five because. Well, he's in the top five. But I don't think he's number two either. The dude that poisoned Baki in season two, the one that nearly killed him, is still he's still out there. Uh, I think they talked about his hand getting cut off or something along those lines. But that guy's still out there. The guy that can fucking do the the suction cut or the fucking explosion with the air in his palm. He can, like, kill people that way. That guy's still out there. That guy gave Baki trouble as well. Um, what other guy gave Baki fucking problems? I don't know. There's some of them that gave Baki problems. And uh, they're still out there. Like, they know he's grown, but they, they still give him problems. And Baki's not... On the level of the strangest creature, in so they is it, but he's up there. So, anyways, if you haven't seen Baki season three, it's it's phenomenal, man. The, the whole tournament comes out great. Uh, I really like how they make Baki's dad being like this villain that's un undisputed, undefeatable. That's the way the way they end up uh, positioning him in in the whole season is great, man. Um, that he's got, you know, he's not, he's not even human. They make him seem not even human. Uh, cause the, the old man, I don't know his name. He was a sea king of the China, the Chinese sea king, sea emperor, whatever. He tells him he, he fought all kinds of beasts and animals in that they all had a similar muscle pattern. That's how he was able to beat them. But Baki's dad 
his muscle patter on his back resembled a demon, and that's something that he wasn't able to to fight. Like he was un, you know, he was so different from something that he had fought that it was like, wow. And then he mastered his uh, he mastered his his style just by looking at it, or just by watching him do it in person, which was I thought that was great. Uh, Unchained I forget the guy's His actual name But they keep calling him Unchained When he fights uh, The guy from China as well That was a good fight Hand pocket style Versus uh, Unchained's just Abs of steel <laughs> Yeah that that was a good one That was a good fight as well I forgot about that one right now But Unchained ultimately blocked all of that guy's moves just by fucking flexing his abs. And then he fucking fold he fucking folds him in half, dude. That's great. But the you know, the strongest creature on the world in the world, his initial fight but his his initial fight wasn't shit. He just rips the guy's face off immediately and then that's the end of the fight. But his fight with the old man was I think it spans over like two episodes. That was that was classic. Uh, that was that was an instant classic. I thought that was that was phenomenal. Uh, Baki's fight leading up to uh, Ali, he had that one prior fight where the guy had the poison poison hands, and because Baki showed up poisoned and. The guy had poison hands. The poison negated itself. And Baki was able to overcome and actually beat that guy in hand-to-hand combat. And ultimately move on. Uh, At some point, the Chinese Sea Kings challenged the fighters from around the world, which is Baki, Baki's dad, Unchained. Uh, I don't. I forget the guy's name with the glasses. He's he's got the mustache and beard. For his name, and then it's um. Oh God, what's the other guy's? That's there. Uh, it's five on five. Uh, I can't fucking think who else was on, who else was on the world's fighters team. But I, but, it's Baki Baki's dad unchained. The wrestling guy. And... Um, I forget who else. The Chinese Sea Kings end up challenging them to a 5-on-5 for the title of who's got the best fighters. And they get fucking mopped up. They, they lose three in a row. So they can... Even if they won the last two, they, were, they couldn't... You know... They won by... You know, majority majority of victories, but that ultimately leads to, and that that's why you don't see the fifth fight because you only see four fights of it. Baki's dad and the old man from the, I think it's the Ritati or the Rokiti tournament. I forgot what the name of the tournament is called, but they square off, and then Baki's dad ultimately just. He doesn't outlast, but the old man fakes his death in the middle of the ring. They they fight to his stalemate. Is basically what happens. 
and then Baki's dad holds holds back his punch, not as to not fucking annihilate the old man, but yeah, he's seen him. He's seen him supposedly die in the ring, and then you know just. There was nothing he could do. Like he couldn't beat him square up. They couldn't beat each other square face to face. Although there was, the old man said that that was his first challenge in like a hundred years, or since since he lost the time before. Uh, and I thought that was great, man. Like the whole the whole series, the whole season was great, and I can see where they're going to go on season four. They're going to bring back a lot of the old characters that didn't make it to the tournament they're gonna descend on Baki and may perhaps Baki's dad um but I think with them going forward uh Ali Jr's got he's gonna grow so I think I think eventually Baki and Ali Jr are gonna scrap in an actual fight and not it being like one sided you know as it was in this time around. I think the second time around you're gonna see probably a stalemate again. With perhaps them being or maybe they're gonna have to fight the strongest creature on the world. I, I'm not sure, but the strongest creature on the earth is he's there and I think he's waiting for Baki as well. Uh perhaps you know Ali's gotta fucking fight him first, gets defeated or beats him and then Maybe that'll waken Baki up to being the number one. I don't know. It's kind of a hard. But there's going to be, you know, Spec is back. Fucking all those guys are going to be back. Spec was one of my more favorite ones. Uh, Mr. Candy. You know, he, he actually made an appearance in season three, but... His story kind of just got ran over, and they're gonna save him for season four. And uh, yeah, anyways, I'll be back. We're gonna be talking about a little bit of Black Clover right now once I get off of work. So stay tuned. Yo, all right, I'm back. So I went to work all day, uh, took a little break from the podcast, but we're back at it. Back at it. Uh, just let me wrap up my final thoughts on Baki uh, season three. Um, as we discussed, I, I felt that the the strongest creature on earth, his storyline predominantly dominated the story of Baki season three. And but I, I thought his his whole I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen with Baki Ali Junior Ali. The strongest creature on earth and then all the other people that are assembling to fight Baki again, including Speck, uh, and everybody else. Uh, but I think that they none of them can get through the strongest creature on earth. He's at one hundred percent while everybody else is learning new abilities. And uh you know, just there's some story to tell. There Baki could go on at least another two or three seasons because uh, there's no way they can finish it in one. No way. Those guys are going to start coming across each other and then start fighting Baki and then there's episodes and episodes there. 
And he won't even have gotten to getting back to his dad. Um, and let alone a rematch with Ali Jr. Which I think would be a phenomenal rematch now that Ali knows what he's up against. And I actually think that's what Ali... I think that was Ali Jr.'s plan the whole time. He was all... Muhammad Ali Jr. was already the he was already fast or just as fast probably just as strong as Muhammad Ali and and he completed the training so he completed the fighting style that was half boxing but incorporated a lot of uh, mixed martial arts so you know they said he completed it but now I think he's just missing the experience to go with it but I think the second time through he goes and fights everybody he might actually destroy with a little bit more training he could possibly destroy everybody so we'll see with how that goes so as I as, go and watch Baki season 3 I, I thought it was great season 1 is a great intro uh, was the main reason why I stuck with it because I actually like Rosie. Season 2 was a lot better than Season 1. Not so much intro-ish. A little bit more fighting. A little bit more in detail. Some of these people's backstories. Season 3 is like all fighting. You don't got to spend too much time on anything. And you get a fucking phenomenal story to boot around it. Like Season 3 is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I give it two thumbs up. You got to give it like... It could have been... I think it could have been better if it had been a little longer... I could have used... I felt like it could have used another two or three episodes into it. Uh, maybe even four or five. And that's only because I felt like the fight between the strongest creature on Earth and the old man was like... That took up two or three episodes. And there's a, the, the season's only 13 episodes long. So that took up, you know, almost a quarter of it. And then the strongest creature on Earth was involved in like... Most of the other episodes, like it was mostly his story, didn't touch. Well, Baki was half dead, but it didn't touch too much on Baki. Uh, on what he was got going on, he was just kind of there. But that's besides that. Um, I started up watching Queen of the South season three or season four, I believe. I haven't finished that one, but I'm going to get to that. Uh, they're in New Orleans and. I guess she's, you know, she's a full-blown mob boss, so. There's nothing she can't handle or do, so we'll see how that goes. I I, I don't watch that. Um, But I I tell you, as I get into Black Clover here, I am now currently on episode like 70-something out of the 133 I'm a little bit more than halfway um and I've already gone through like I don't know how many seasons of it I can tell the season changes every 12 to 13 episodes because the uh the intro changes and the outro change to the to the seasons so I don't remember when I got up to. It was up to episode 20 or 30. But 
Uh, I felt as if the Wizard King was going to ultimately be the traitor. And I still think he is. I still think... If they haven't given it all away already, because I kind of feel as if they did. Um, but they didn't flat out say it, and they didn't, you, you don't know 100%. So, in and around episode, whenever I talked to I think it must have been like the 20s or 30s. In and around that time, Asta was fighting. He's, he's learning how to use his swords. And... They get sent to... Oh, actually, the... The third eye of the Midnight Sun. I don't know what funky name, funky ass name. Third eye of the Midnight Sun or some bullshit. I, I just want to call him the third eye because... That's what their main characteristic is. The third eye. Those group of people. There's leaked... Leached... L-I-C-H-T. He's the main fool. And then there's Veto, Fauna. And I can't think of the third guy's name. They went and they fucked up. Uh, Fuego, Fuego Leon. Uh, the Crimson Link. Crimson Lion King. Their main chief dude. They fucked him up. They ripped his arm off. Uh, they stole his magical jewel. And, and to be honest, the, the third eye, they're they're doing a Thanos. They're pulling a Thanos. They're gathering these stones, these magical stones that are supposedly to summon the boss. And, uh, you know, so they invaded, they invaded Clover Kingdom. Uh, Asta and all of them drove them back, the old hag. And the guy who could reanimate like zombies, that was his magic. They beat them fools. Their main objective was to get Fuego Leon on the field and, and trap him in spatial magic. And then that, and then leak, or uh, I don't know if uh, Veto or Fauna fucked him up. I don't know who fucked him up his arm. They don't, they don't actually show him who took the guy's arm off. But whatever it did, it left him like in a coma. He's barely hanging on for life, and the third the third eye is now like a full blown. They call them their terrorist organization. Now they go out to, uh, and I know I'm missing a lot, but they go to where does the fuck is it that they go? They go to some cave. To investigate, what did they? What are they looking for? I don't know what they're doing, but they run into the third eye right there in the cave. They they run into into Leech and uh, I think Leech by himself, and it's Asta, Finron, Yami, Noelisan. And I think Magna and Luck. Or maybe not Magna and Luck. I'm not sure. As a matter of fact, I think they go they go to track down a magical item. They knew where one of the locations was. But that that don't get they go into many different cases. This is the first cave that they go into. I'm not exactly sure what what they were doing in that cave in the first place. I don't remember. 
But they run into Leech, and then he squares up. Leech squares up with both Asta, Yami, and I think Finro. Uh, he nearly gets beat. Uh, Asta fucking hacks him like fucking damn near chopped him in half. But he couldn't detect his magic. As a matter of fact, this is where this is where Asta I think picked up probably his greatest attribute is his his ability to learn the key was he got it like he just learned it like Yami told him to fucking focus on the key and he was like alright I'm gonna do it and he fucking did it like that was his thing like he was like he was like damn he mastered that and he didn't even try um so he was able to focus on the key now the key lets him sense it, the, to me the key in Black Clover K.I. Is almost like the Nen ability that that, that people had in uh, not, but the, but the Nen abilities was something else. But you could use Nen or Ren in Hunter Hunter as like a way of detecting people. Of, uh, like you could slow your body temperature down, or or it acts as a protective barrier over your your natural skin. It's just like a little fine layer of. But you can sense now because Asta has no magic that I'm aware of yet. Um, he's able not only to detect everybody's, but he's able to go undetectable to most anybody's magical detection. Like he's been able, he's done that already like three or four times where he's come from the side and just absolutely fucking chops somebody like in fucking half almost. He's got the Demon Dweller Sword and the Demon... Uh, what's the other fucking sword? The Demon... It's the Demon Dweller and the Demon Something Else Sword. I I, they, I know they've talked about the swords, but only a handful of times, and I don't remember the other... The Demon Soul Sword? This Demon, Demon Soul Sword and the Demon Dweller Sword? I don't know. He's got two swords, so but he used the big one on Leech fucking whacked him right in the side you know Yami was coming in for a hit and fucking Asta got him from the fucking side like he just fucking chopped the fuck out of him that ends up stopping the battle Vana or Fana Veto and the other dude put him on a healing spell and transport him back to their hideout and that's how that little story ends um, they take their knowledge back to the Wizard King and they tell him like all that happened. And the Wizard King immediately sends out You see, and this is the whole thing, this is why Leech uses light magic. He calls it light magic that nothing can move at the speed of light, so anything he takes light and can make it into like a sword or a dagger. He shoots, he can shoot it at the speed of light at you, and it's like almost impossible to block. The Wizard King, he, to me, I don't know if it's, I don't, they don't say what the Wizard's King actual magical power is yet, but I know he's got the ability to like freeze people in these time capsules, and he moves like stupid fast, and he's got the ability to like transform into like 
other random ass people. But I think he can or has the ability to use the light magic only because of how quick how quick and how but I'm not I'm I could be totally wild, but I just have my suspicions. He he already said that there was a traitor amongst them. They they honed in on the purple orca. Uh, do the original Purple Oracle But I don't think he had anything to do with anything Or he didn't have much to do with anything But the Wizard King himself I think Yeah it's just It wouldn't surprise me If he turns out to be The leader of the bad guys Because there's already tension Between him and the king And I think he's looking to usurp the king And I, I don't know if there's anybody That can stop him Aside from Asta I know you knows hot shit. He's got his own. Uh, he's got the sylph magic, and he can do some ultimate moves. But Asa's already beaten down more than one ultimate uh, villain already. So you know, I don't really know if you know really matches up well with Asta at all. But that's besides. Let me get back on track. They beat. They beat Leech in the cave. He takes off with his three homies. They go out, and uh, you don't see them for a minute now. The Wizard King uh, sends the Black Bulls, all of the Black Bulls, down to the underwater, uh, this underwater temple to get another magic stone, or to get a magic stone. And they go down there. You meet Kahono and Kahote, Kahote, or I don't know what their names are. Uh, One can sing and one can dance. Now, they get down to this water cave. And they... The the mage, the main mage of the water temple is like, Okay, you got to play this game to get this stone. And And this game is you have to prove that you can magic out magic me. So he sends his goons out there to like attack. You're supposed to just knock him out and to attack who whoever gets the most points wins the game and they get to do whatever. During the battle now the the uh, Black Bulls are whipping their ass. They're, Asta takes care of his people Ma- Magna and Luck take care of their respective people uh Vanessa does as well Noel does as well I think uh Charmy does. I think they the only thing was they were winning in the landslide before Veto comes in and fucks off everything uh the battle the battle that takes place between Veto Asta it's Asta Noel it was Magna and Luck it was Cajono and Cajote it gets down to just Noel and Asta for a minute before Vanessa shows up and before Finra joins the party. Once it's Vanessa and Finra helping Asta uh, fight Veto, the battle is, you know, it's pretty good. They use Finra's teleportation and spatial magic to zap. Well, actually, Vanessa's got her threads that's pulling Asta each way. Like, they put all the threads around him. 
they're using Finral's special magic to teleport in here and there, and she's pulling them through, which... And that's just in order to hit Vettel, like... Vettel the Despair. Uh, just to hit him. They're trying to get... They're trying to hit him. Uh, Yami tells them they have to go... They got to go above what they do. They have to go faster in order to hit him. And eventually, after enough time... Asta comes fucking through and fucking chops. He fucking hits Veto in the fucking chest. He damn near fucking scissors him in half. <laughs> fucking hits him in the chest. Fucking with the fucking big ass demon dwellers who are like fucking just fucking fucking hacks him, dude. That hack looked fucking brutal, by the way. When he went to the black and white, like he fucking hacked him. And the cut when he's laying on the floor is from his shoulder blade down to like his leg. Like he fucking hit the entire front of Veto Despair. Like that shit was dope. He goes into a self-destruct mode and Yami comes down and fucking finishes him off. That was dope. Now, I think it was, they made mention of the power that Asta was reaching but they didn't know at that time so they come back they meet up with the wizard king again and then the very the very next thing that happens is they get under attack by the diamond kingdom and they send and the golden dawn go and take care of that Asta reunites with you know and uh, they call them Four Eyes, and then the girl. I can't think of her name off the top. Of, I think it's um, Maricela or something like that. He meets up with them. They chit chat for a little bit. Aston, you know, everybody has. Austin's got now his, his silk powers are like through the roof, or not Austin. You know, silk powers and his uh, wind ability are like. He probably the second in charge, of the Golden Dawn. Like he his. His rank is flying through the roof, but I think he just leaves behind. You know, to me, there's nothing that Yuno can do to beat Asta. Then there's nothing that I really don't think anybody can do to beat Asta. I think Asta hasn't realized it yet. I don't think Yuno's realized it yet. I don't think anybody in Clover Kingdom has realized it that there's no stopping Asta. I don't really, really know if there's a way to stop him in a straight up fight. Uh,. They broke the shit out of his arms. And, you know. Anyways, that happens. That little skirmish happens. You find out that the Diamond Kingdom is now, like... They got detailed knowledge on the rankings. And, um, you know, how many... They have detailed knowledge on every magician that came out to fight in the Golden Dawn. Which is the top... Clover's top... Uh, top squad Yami confronts the leader of the Golden Dawn because he has his suspicions too on who the traitor is and I can't figure out who the traitor is myself I have my suspicions that I think it's the Wizard King himself Uh, it could be the fucking Noel's family the Silvas it could be that dude although I don't think so they're too royal. Noel would have known something. 
was afoot. Noel just barely joined the Black Bulls back when Asta did, so I don't. She would have gotten wind of something. I don't think it was the main people, but I don't. I thought for a second there was a Golden Dawn too, but I didn't think so either because they're they're like one step behind the Wizard King uh, themselves as a group. So I, it didn't it didn't make any sense to me who was the traitor outside of it being the Wizard King himself. He's constantly disappearing. He's got I think he knows light magic, and I think that's how he taught Leech light magic, and then. He already grabbed the Demon Dweller's sword and he was immediately shocked by it because I think it was draining his magic and he was like, what the hell? And then he, he straight up told uh, Asta like he couldn't read it. So I think it was, there's several suspicious things about him even though they make him seem like kind of a clown. Um, but I've had my suspicions on him as well. I don't think it's the the girl, the the magic knight captain that likes Yami either. And I don't think it's the scythe dude either. So I don't really know who's the main traitor of... Outside of the... It could be the Wizard King. It could be... It could, I could be totally... Like I said, I could be totally wrong. It could be Yami, but I don't think it is Yami. It could be um, the, scythe, the scythe dude as well. Like, I don't really know. But anyways, the Diamond Kingdoms now got all the intel they need. To, they, I think they're going to invade Clover Kingdom at some point. Uh, and they damn near... They, they went to go square up. A- anyways, okay. Asta's arms were broken at that time when, when the Diamond Kingdom invaded. So he wasn't able to do much. After that... They go... They Everybody's on the search... To find out how to fix Asta's arms, because he like broke them to smithereens, like there was un- unfixable. They go. Vanessa goes to the 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 witches forest, a forest of the witches, and that's where a good chunk of the story, up to almost where I'm at, takes place. The the queen of the witches. Uh, ends up curing Asta's arms, but she uses some sort of blood magic to control people, and she can use the blood to do that. She's her magic actually is kind of crazy when you think about it. That she can be able to control blood, and she can stay alive for hundreds of years by repeatedly controlling blood. Like if that's a magic ability, that's a, you know. You would never die if you never if you can control anybody's blood. You could control in 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 turn control exactly when they die, or to do anything for you. Like you control their muscles. She's also making herself if that's her magic. Um, and that's how she's living. she's trying to, I think, control fate and destiny. There was a huge story about it. Uh, anyways, Asta and them show up, but at the same time, the third eye comes because they're in search of a magic stone, and it's Fauna and her fucking her her element spirit thing, which was the salamander, but the salamander is now fucking like a full blown dragon. 
It's her riding in with the fucking third eye, and then the Diamond Kingdom's invading the Forest Witch because they're her. The, the Diamond Kingdom's king is dying, and he needs her blood magic to fucking save him. And Asta, Noel, Vanessa. Uh, is Finra there? Who the fuck else is there? No, Zell, Zell is there. That whole, his whole little side story, the guy who trained Asta, how to use a sword. He's there. I don't think Finral is there. For some reason, I forget if he's there. No, he might be there. You know, he is there because he was like, oh, he was all in love with all the witches, but... Finral is fucking annoying in the fact that he thinks he's going to flirt with everybody. And he's just annoying as shit. <laughs> Anyways... As things kick off, uh, Lordros and Mars are actually the captains on the fucking diamond battlefield. And Zell takes them on and, and he actually draws them to Asta who's fighting Fauna and the Salamander and that whole army. Asa's doing what he does. He fucking actually beats the Salamander. That's how I know he's going to beat Yuno's fucking self. The self that you know has, um, because he he annihilated the most part. Not only did he beat Veto by himself, which is a top captain of the Third Eye, he he beat the Salamander, which was the most powerful element self or element spirit he could that that there is. There's the four elements. He's fine. Uh, or Yuno has one. Yuno has the wind self. Fauna has the fire uh, element, and I think there's only water and in earth left. They don't say who those are, who has those yet. But Asa has. He beat Veto and he beat Fauna single-handedly. Like. Um. He beat them like without without even what happens at the end of that little battle. So he beats Fauna. Mars comes in, recognizes that Fauna's his like childhood friend. But Lodros is right behind the trail. Lodros's power, his magic is absorption. So he absorbs the magic and can shoot it back at you and on his thing called the midnight lasers or whatever or the million lasers that's his power is he's able to consume whatever magic and then spit it back out as a weapon which is a good ability but as uh zell drags loros straight to fucking Fauna Fauna uses her magic against Lodros or I, I don't know if he if he makes her or she like tries to blow him up but he absorbs it all comes back and he now he's like full blown fucking with his magic and the element magic element magic combined 
he is now like the ultimate fucking weapon. He's like one of the strongest people on the whole entire planet at that point. And he goes head to head with Asta and whips Asta immediately. But then the witch, the witch is watching all of this on the sidelines. She then awakens the demon that's dwelling within the swords that actually chose Asta because the demons require or they're drawn to magic but because Asta has no magic uh, he's able to hold the swords without it draining him uh, that's what it that's why it was draining the wizard king nobody can hold those swords e- even the, the the queen of the witches explains that nobody with magic can actually hold those swords because it'll it'll drain them uh, of their magic. That's what it does. But since Asa has no magic. Those swords chose him. So that way he can fuck up everybody else. That has magic. Without fucking him up. Um, but the demon that's in that's inside those swords. Ultimately comes out. And you find out that. Asa is able. Is able body to contain him. Because his body is like. He works out like that's all he does. That's all he can do is work out and fucking build his stamina and strength while everybody else has to work on their magic. He can he don't have since he don't have no magic, his body is like he's as buff as he's probably he's not the same physical stature as Yami, he's actually a bit smaller, but he's probably just as buff. So his body's able to withstand like the amount of pressure that the sword is putting on his body. And he becomes like the demon and he fucks up Loros after you know that shit was pretty that shit was wild they were flying through the air as a matter of fact Noel was like it's a black shooting star so they they told him he was and then he fucking he ends up catching him hacks him in the fucking side and hacks him again that's how strong it was he he, he withstood like two or three hacks with that big ass sword hacks the fuck out of him crashes to the earth and then the actual, the ultimate play comes out. The witch then wants to control uh, Asta because she, t- she straight up tells him, like, hey, I can't wield, nobody can wield these swords, but I can control you to do, I can use you in my service of employee. Like, you can be my, basically her, her slave. And... She down here pulls it off, but Vanessa's power is threads. And I guess she can master it to the point where she can use it to thread the threads of fate. And she can alter any... That's her ultimate power. She can alter any fate that happens. So I think now, regardless of what happens, she can undo it. So that could keep Asa... Asa, if with the right, under the right circumstances, is invincible. If he's got Vanessa there, Finro and Yami, like the, he's unbeatable. Like that's why he's unbeatable by himself. But I don't think if anybody can beat him, a Vanessa he has to just bring her cat out, and Yami's got a fucking slice that's a multi-dimensional slice. They can fuck up some shit.
So I don't really know who's able. There's nobody on the playing field outside of the Wizard King that's going to stand up to Aster currently. But anyways, uh, Vanessa changes fate and she breaks the curse that the Queen of the Witches put on Aster when she fixed his arms. And they go back and they tell they get the they get the stone from the land. And I'm at the point now where the Black Bulls have now risen in ranks to the number two squad on in the Clover Kingdom. Asta and Yuno are now like number one and number two rookies. Uh, and now they're assembling what they're calling a Royal Knights squad. And that is to protect. I think they're going to they're going to try to hunt down. The third eye at their home base. And I think that's what they're doing right now. That's where I'm at. This guy named Zerks showed up out of nowhere. I'm not sure if he's a bad guy or a good guy, but he showed up. Looks like he's serious. Looks like he wants a piece of Asta. But Asta wants a piece of him too. So, you know, that's where we're at right now. That's that's where I got. I got I'm on episode 70. I don't know how it's going to end. But I think the traitor is the Wizard King himself. So that's going to do it for this episode. I'm going to get this shit loaded up here. And then as soon as I finish Black Clover, get to the movies. Like I said, the coronavirus is lifting. So maybe the movies will open back up. You know, we're looking we're looking good here. We're looking good here. So, you know, I'm in a good spot in my head as well. Got some good capital coming in getting some bills paid off. And, uh, yeah, let, you know, I, I'll i try to finish Queen of the South, too. I'll try to get both of those in. I don't know about Black Clover. I got, like, 60 more episodes to go. But Queen of the South, I can finish off because that's doable. And then, you know, hopefully we can get to the movies here. Maybe the sports will start back up pretty soon. Anyways, guys, that's it. I, I, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. I'm out.